Welcome to Sheer Jeshub, brought to you by the Church Fellowship of Sheer Jeshub Christian Tabernacle of Madison, Connecticut. Let's join Pastor Greg Scalzo as he continues the series on Heavenly Authority. In our series on Heavenly Authority, we come now to the section on the Judges. And we'll be studying from the book of Judges. The Hebrew title for the book of Judges is Shafetim, meaning judges, rulers, deliverers, or saviors. And this word for judge, Shafet, Shafetim is plural, judges, comes from the Hebrew word Shafat, or some uh, books might say Shafat. And a lot of these words you'll see if you go on to one encyclopedia or another encyclopedia or concordance, it'll give slightly different pronunciations. But this Hebrew word, shofat, to judge, really has a fuller meaning, a more rich meaning than the English word when we say to judge or a judge. It means to judge in a judicial sense. It means to govern, to rule, and it also means to deliver. Hence, the judge was a leader. The judge was one who governs, who dispenses justice, who gives judgment and protection. And as such, he was a representative of God. And you notice that uh, shofat can be used of an act of deliverance, delivering from an injustice, delivering from an oppression, liberating, setting free. And it also can refer to a process whereby order and law and justice are maintained. And then disputes are settled. So it refers to ruling and also the judicial facet of the word we think of when we say a judge. So when we talk about these judges, we're going to see that the word judge is used in all three senses. One governing, ruling as a leader, two, judicial activities, administering and deciding cases, and three, delivering, liberating, protecting. And all these aspects are involved, and as such, these judges then also become a type of Messiah, right? Because the Messiah delivers and saves and protects his people, and Messiah is a leader and he has a rule for his kingdom and the Messiah is a judge he's the ultimate judge he's the one that will administer over the judicial hearing that will judge the living and the dead so a ruler a deliverer and the judge all are embodied in that word shofat you remember how we studied that Moses, as suggested by his father-in-law Jethro, instituted judges to assist him in acting on behalf of God to settle disputes. Let me quickly go back and remind you in Exodus chapter 18 and verse 13. And so it was on the next day that Moses sat to judge the people. And the people stood before Moses from morning until evening. 
So when Moses' father-in-law saw all that he did for the people, he said, What is this thing that you are doing for the people? Why do you alone sit and all the people stand before you from morning until evening? And Moses said to his father-in-law, Because the people come to me to inquire of God. When they have a difficulty, they come to me, and I judge between one and another, and I make known the statutes of God and his laws. Now, when you read up in verse 13, Moses sat to judge. And when you read now in verse 16, uh, I judge between one and another, that word is shofat. So Moses' father-in-law said to him, the thing that you do is not good. Both you and these people who are with you will surely wear yourselves out. For this thing is too much for you. You are not able to perform it by yourself. And he goes on to tell him, he gives him the counsel to select from all the people able men who fear God, men of truth, hating covetousness, and place such over them to be rulers of thousands, rulers of hundreds, rulers of fifties, and rulers of tens. And it says in um, verse 22, and let them judge the people at all times. Then it will be that every great matter they shall bring to you, but every small matter they themselves shall judge. So it will be easier for you, for they will bear the burden with you. So they were supposed to judge all the cases, except if they were very hard, and then it was brought over to Moses. And this was to help him and to reduce the burden upon him. And in verse 24 it says, So Moses heeded the voice of his father-in-law and did all that he said. And Moses chose able men out of all Israel and made them heads over the people, rulers of thousands, rulers of hundreds, rulers of fifties, and rulers of tens. So they judged, Shaphat, the people at all times, the hard cases they brought to Moses, but they judged, Shaphat, every small case themselves. Moses reviews this in Deuteronomy towards the end of his life. Uh, in Deuteronomy chapter 1, when he's giving them directions before they go into the promised land. Uh, in Deuteronomy chapter 1 and verse 9, he said, And I spoke to you at that time, saying, I alone am not able to bear you. The Lord your God has multiplied you. And here you are today, as the stars of the heaven in multitude. May the Lord, God of your fathers, make you a thousand times more numerous than you are, and bless you as he promised you. How can I alone bear your problems and your burdens and your complaints? Choose wise. So the people were involved in this selection also. Choose wise, understanding, and knowledgeable men from among your tribes, and I will make them heads over you. And you answered me and said, The thing which you have told us to do is good. So I took the heads of your tribes, wise and knowledgeable men, and I made them heads over you, leaders of thousands, leaders of hundreds, leaders of fifties, leaders of tens, and officers for your tribes. And then I commanded your judges, and that word there for judges is again, Shaphat, at that time saying, Hear the cases between your brethren, 
and judge righteously between a man and his brother or the stranger who is with him. You shall not show partiality in judgment. You shall hear the small as well as the great. You shall not be afraid in any man's presence. You shall not be afraid in any man's presence, whether they're great or small. For the judgment is God's. The case that is too hard for you, bring to me, and I will hear it. Later on in Deuteronomy, in Deuteronomy chapter 16 and verse 18, he gives more direction about these judges after they go into the promised land. He says, you shall appoint judges, and this is the same word, and officers in all your gates, and that means all your towns, which the Lord your God gives you according to your tribes, and they shall judge the people with just judgment. You shall not pervert justice, you shall not show partiality, nor take a bribe, for a bribe blinds the eyes of the wise and twists the words of the righteous. You shall follow what is altogether just. You shall follow what is altogether just. That should be taught to the leaders, the judges in our society. How important to follow what is altogether just, that you may live and inherit the land which the Lord your God is giving you. And then in uh, chapter 17, verse 8, he says, and this is similar to what was told before, earlier on, 40 years earlier, the case is too hard, Moses said, bring it to me. Well, here he tells them when they go into the promised land, he says, if a matter arises which is too hard for you to judge, between, he gives examples, between degrees of guilt for bloodshed, it was how guilty is a person, is it manslaughter, is it murder, between degrees of guilt for bloodshed, between one judgment or another, or between one punishment or another, matters of controversy within your gates, things that are an issue in your town, difficult matters, then you shall arise and go up to the place which the Lord your God chooses, and we know ultimately that's Jerusalem. And you shall come to the priests, the Levites, and to the judge there in those days, and inquire of them. They shall pronounce upon you the sentence of judgment. So you go to the priests, the Levites, the one that's judging among the priests, and they'll give you the sentence of judgment. You shall do according to the sentence which they pronounce upon you in that place which the Lord chooses. And you shall be careful to do according to all that they order you, according to the sentence of the law in which they instruct you, according to the judgment which they tell you you shall do. You shall not turn aside to the right hand or to the left from the sentence which they pronounce upon you. So, just like the judges would bring the more difficult cases to Moses, now when Moses is gone, they are to bring these difficult matters, these hard questions, to the priests, to the Levites, and to the judge there in those days. And so the priests almost become like a Supreme Court. And you notice that the matter arises too hard for you to judge, he says. There are some issues, and... 
some cases that require a degree of self-honesty about our limits. Sometimes, no matter how well-meaning, how honorable, how intelligent a person is, they just can't come to a decision on an issue. The judgment eludes them, and they don't know how to settle it, what to do. Now today, when we have such problems, we have a lot of issues like this in our society where they're difficult matters, they're hard issues to settle. It's difficult to get the depth of the problem, and in our culture, we want a quick fix. We want sometimes a very shallow, quick appraisal, do away with it, come to a judgment, let it be done with so we can move on. And you hear that expression many times, let's move on. But you don't get justice like that. Justice requires not only that you do all the things we read, that you're honorable, that you're fair, that you don't accept bribes, but also that you know your limitations and that some issues are just very, very difficult and it requires a little more. We rejoice that you could join us for the program today and hope that it was a blessing to you. We here at Shir Jashub love to receive your notes of encouragement or if you feel led of the Lord to financially support the Bible study outreach of our church. Please send all correspondence and donations to Shir Jashub Christian Tabernacle, Post Office Box 518, Branford, Connecticut 06405. Also, if you will be in the area, please join us for Sunday service. Shir Jashub Christian Tabernacle meets every Sunday morning at 10 a.m. in the upper room of the Memorial Hall on Meeting House Lane in Madison, Connecticut. Take I-95 to exit 61. Go down to Route 1. Turn right, and at the next light, turn right again. Please join us for our next broadcast of Shear Jeshub.